Welcome to the F3 American Yammer Podcast, where we give the men of F3 a chance to tell their story as they've transitioned from sad clown to high-impact man. I'm Short Circuit, and each week I'll be joined by another member of F3 who is willing to step up and share his story. So, without further ado, here's today's show. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of F3 American Yammer. I am your host, Short Circuit, and today I am I am happy to announce that we are doing our first, uh, I guess, online online podcast. So joining us all the way from Birmingham, is it, it's Birmingham, right? It's Birmingham. Birmingham, Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah, Birmingham, Alabama. We have Macho Man on the podcast. So welcome, Macho Man. Thanks, Short Circuit. Glad to be here. Glad to be First online uh, <laughs> version here. Yeah. All mistakes will be made with you and then corrected thereafter, right? That's right. Yeah. So um, we'll kind of give a, uh, I'll give a quick disclaimer on this one. So uh, I'll never forget calling you the first time. And, and I think, I think as well, or maybe, maybe it wasn't on the phone, but it was through Twitter. You were like, how did you get my information? Um, so Macho Man happened to, he, he put something out on Twitter just as sort of a, a general proclamation of how much he was enjoying F3, how much of a difference it had made in his life. And immediately I picked up on that, right? Th- those are, those are good moments. Guys um, who are stating things like that, that means that F3 has made some dramatic impact. So I reached out to him, said, Hey, would you like to be on American Yammer? We talked for a little bit, had a phone call and, and we've kind of been working it along for what about the past month now. Is that right? I think so. Yeah. Um, but finally, we were able to find some time, both him and I, to be able to sit down. I am in the comfort of, I say comfort, it's not really comfortable, uh, my, of my home. And uh, we'll, we'll see how this goes. But we are excited. I am excited about this podcast. I'm excited to hear your story, Macho Man. So let's, uh, let's go ahead and jump right in. Name Arama. Name, age, F3 name. Jay Savage. 43, Macho Man. Macho Man, nice. Now, how long have you been coming to F3, or how long have you been involved with F3? Uh, it's coming up on a year. August 3rd was my first post. Okay, so August 3rd, 2018. Yes. That's awesome. Also, oh, definitely, you, you're still kind of fairly new to all of the, the F3 shenanigans. I am, I am. Um, but it's, it's been a fun first year. Absolutely. Uh, it's been really great. That's awesome. That's awesome. And and yeah, I, I think it speaks volumes to the fact that even within a year, I mean, I think it took me a full year to sort of finally be able to make the proclamation of, hey, F3 has absolutely impacted my life. If it's already made this much of a difference for you and you're what, 10 months in um, or even less by the time we started talking, I mean, that's that's fantastic. So now where are you, where are you a typical poster? What, uh, what AOs do you normally hit within the Birmingham area? So within Birmingham, uh, there's a lot of different AOs, but there just happens to be one that is five houses away from my house. Um, it's, it's, uh, called slag heap. And it's in Trussville, Alabama, which is just one of the suburbs there within Birmingham. And so usually post at that one. That's a Monday, Friday workout. And I post there. Uh, I'm actually now the AOQ of Slag Heap. 
Okay. So your site key there? Yeah. Yes. And uh, so usually always there. It works out with my work schedule, usually in town on Mondays and Fridays. And we have another one within town, the House of Pain, that meets on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And on Saturdays, uh, we have a, a couple different ones, but we have one that's the stadium that's uh, not too far away. And so I usually try to three to four times a week, uh, I'm going to post at one of those different locations. That's awesome. Yeah. And definitely that'll be beneficial too. That way, um, as we were talking about before, before this started, that, you know, if guys want to find you and, and know kind of where you are, or even just find new AOs kind of where you've been, uh, that's, that's a great opportunity. So Slag Heap, House of Pain, and uh, the, what was it called? The Stadium? Stadium. Okay. Awesome. Uh, all right. So let's, let's jump right in here to the, the meat and potatoes of this. So let's talk about life before F3. So tell me, um, what was your fitness like kind of both growing up and then leading all the way up to kind of the moment you, you had that first workout? What was, what was fitness like for you? Well, growing up, you know, I was always an athlete at heart. I played youth sports and I played a little bit of everything, baseball, basketball, football, soccer. Um, as a kid, it was always always kind of on the husky side. You know, didn't really understand as a kid what that meant, but always um, shopped in the husky section. And, uh, you know, go through to the high school years. Um, worked out some in high school, you know, realized that high school, you know, needed to do some, some different things. Weight was kind of getting up there. And, you know, after high school kind of fell off the wagon there doing some different things, had a lot of trouble with consistency following, following the college years, the twenties, um, and then into the thirties, really, you know, if you look, look back at, um, and think about, you know, the pogo, Right. I was, you know, just typical pogo um, would lose some weight, you know, get in shape, uh, go to the gym, be all about it, focused on it. And that would last for a short period of time. And then uh, the next thing you know, you know, uh, kind of reached a plateau where I was trying to get to. And then you would fall off and start putting on weight again. Gotcha. Um, did a couple of times in 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 the twenties, in my early twenties, um, started trying to back in 2011, started trying to run. That's something that I'd never done before. Mm -hmm. And so got out and started running some and, you know, had some success with that, uh, but kind of the same thing, you know, run for a while and then fall off the wagon. Gotcha. Um, okay. So, so it sounds like you had some some light athletics in the background as, as a kid, as, as most of us did. Um, but for you, it sounds like one of the big things you were kind of touching on there was sort of that that Pogo 40 period where you try something and it works for a while. You see the improvement and then maybe you start slacking or backsliding and then the weight creeps back up. So then you work to bring it back off and then it creeps back up again. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Pogo 40 could have been Pogo 20. You know, sometimes you can always... <laughs> make make it to 40 pounds. But yes, definitely is. It's all about, you know, consistency and uh, not having that consistency. I mean, start going to the gym for a little while. And then, you know, next thing you know, 
you're just not going yeah. anymore. Um, and then, so recently, you know, just actually back in 2018, you know, I go for a yearly checkup, go to the, do- go to the doctor and he kind of looks at things and he's like, man, you know, it's not headed in the right direction. You know, weights up, cholesterol's up, blood pressure's high. Need to put you on a, you know, some different medicines. Um, I'd had some back issues. Been going to the chiropractor, just you know, for a variety of different reasons. But um, you know, one reason being I had too much weight. You know, I was carrying around too much weight. Not right. a good posture. And you know, I mean, I even asked him while I was there. I just didn't have the drive to get better. And I asked, check my testosterone. Let's see, is there something going on? I don't know, you know, what's going on, but I just didn't have that drive to, you know, to get better, to get out there and exercise and and uh, try to make a better version of myself. Gotcha. Yeah, it definitely sounds like some of that's just that sad clown itis, right? Kind of kind of creeping in, saying, "What's the point of all of this?" Um, and definitely that can that can impact a man's a man's health, you know, as you as you just testified yeah. to. So, so let's talk about, let's talk about fellowship a little bit. So what was kind of the nature of your relationships growing up? Um, kind of the nature of your fellowship? Did you have kind of a close group of friends? Did you find yourself, um, as many of us do, kind of adrift on an island by yourself by the time you're in your late 20s, 30s, etc.? What was kind of the nature of your relationships? Yeah, I had a lot, you know, had a great childhood, a lot of friends growing up. Um, through high school and and after, um, you know, a lot of friends through sports and church and school and outgoing guy, you know, and really enjoy other people's company and other people. Um, you know, so that so that was great. You know, my fellowship was good. Uh, you know, as you do get out of out of school and you start a career. Um, some of that goes away, start families. I didn't start a family until later on to my mid thirties. Uh, so had a lot of other friends that had started families, got married, started families earlier, you know, and you just get into different things. I mean, right. uh, a lot of times your, your friends with your, who your kids, uh, you know, whatever they're into. Yep. And so I lose some contact with, uh, with a lot of those friends that I had from high school. Uh, so I still hung out with a couple friends, you know, had a couple guys that, that, uh, um, still spent time with, we go to the lake with, and, you know, as I had kids, uh, more recently, you know, whatever their activities are. So we have some friends that we hang out with that, you know, our kids play sports together. So my pl- son plays baseball and I'd spend, you know, spend time with, uh, some of the baseball dads, but, you know, time is a big thing. I mean, you don't have a lot of time on your hands um, with everything that's going on. So, you, you know, a lot of those relationships were not real deep relationships just because of, you know, the amount of time that you spend with these people. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of it, um, forget the name of it, but it's kind of like friends by proximity, right? We just happen to be, um, and I wouldn't even necessarily go to to go to the phrase of friends, it's more acquaintances, um, you know, kind of a similar situation, right? Where your, your kid's playing a sport and you're like, oh, well, I, I kind of get to know the dad of a, another kid who's friends with my son. And, and we, you know, 
we're, we're acquaintances, if you will, but there, there's no real depth. And to your point, you know, when you start a family, you have kids of your own, time is a really valuable resource. And so you, you don't have as much to dedicate to kind of the depth of those friendships. So inevitably, they stay surface level, right? And it sounds like that's kind of what you were talking about there. Right. And and not to say that, 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 that you know, the people that I'd come in contact with uh, weren't great people. I just didn't know because I wasn't, you know, you, you weren't spending just a lot of time uh, with them. You're spending limited amount of time while you're doing, you know, specific activities with them. Right, right. Yeah, it's, it's always an activities driven thing, right? All right. So, right. so you had a little bit of some, some, a little bit of some athletics, just some, some basic sports, some light fitness in your background. You're talking about how you went through that Pogo 40 period, you know, in your twenties and thirties, uh, your fellowships, you had those kind of good close friends, but you know, as most guys, uh, myself included, you know, when you start building a family, you start having kids, those, those friendships drop off and what they get replaced with are kind of what you, you talked about then are those, those surface uh, proximity relationships right there. So let's talk now about kind of the faith element. And, and I've opened this up for a little while. And really what I'm talking about is where were, uh, where was your sense of faith before F3 regarding something greater than yourself or uh, a sense of impact within the community or your personal beliefs? You know, kind of where, where were all of those things or, um, before, you, before you started with F3? Well, I grew up you know, as a kid going to church, my dad was, uh, my dad was a minister. We moved around when I was very young, going to different churches and we moved to Birmingham when I was five. So I'm a son of a preacher, man. Um, we were, we were at church, you know, we were there twice on Sundays. We were there on Wednesdays. Anytime the door was open, we were there. You know, so so my faith has always been strong. That's the way that I was raised. Um, after high school, stopped going, stopped going to church regularly. Um, you know, kind of got into, uh, kind of drifted a little bit, got into some other things. Mm-hmm. And um, really, when it was really when I was in my thirties. Um, you know, just getting around 30 there, I, I kind of, um, you know, looked at my life and realized that I needed to, to do some different things and, you know, went, started going back to church um, regularly and uh, met my wife soon thereafter. And, you know, we've made that a, a focus of our life and our family is, uh, you know, to put, put God first in our life. Gotcha. So we um, have been involved. We go to, uh, you know, we go to a large church uh, here, just really close um, to us in town. But, you know, you got to get involved. I mean, one of the things that, that we had to do was get involved with a small group. You know, you can get lost in, uh, in a big church. Yep. Um, so I don't want to say, you know, I mean, I had faith in my life. But prior to F3, I wasn't doing a whole lot with it. I mean, I, I went to church and, and uh, you know, believed, but I didn't, I didn't do a lot, you know, whether that's in the community or whether that's at church, I didn't do a lot with my faith. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And definitely I, I, there have been so many instances of guys I've talked with who uh, in a similar vein, right? You, you grow up in the church and you have that, that strong foundation of faith, but as you kind of go through 
uh, as you go through life and you get a little bit older, you start kind of wondering like, what am I really doing with this? Um, and definitely in combination with what you were talking about, kind of the, the, the lack of fitness, the, the pogo 40 that you're going through, the lack of depth in your, in your relationships, uh, as you continue to, you know, build out your family, you have kids and, and then kind of wondering, is, is this all there is? There's gotta be more to this. And it definitely sounds like, you know, you're, as you're kind of talking about here, and, and even as we talked about before that, you know, you, all three of these, it looks like have, have been impacted. I mean, you definitely have painted the picture in some respect of, of a sad clown. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, you know, you start, you start thinking about, you know, you start thinking about your life. I mean, I'm 43 years old, you know, what am I going to do? What's the legacy that I'm going to leave behind? How, how am I going to impact my kids? Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, those, those things, you start to think about that, you know, what kind of example am I setting for others and for my family? Yep. And so, that, you know, that's where it came. That's where a lot of that, you know, as I look back on it, you know, I just started thinking about those things. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, so we've painted this picture, right. Of the, the sad clown macho man. So let's, let's talk now about first contact that, that first workout. So, so first off, who EH you, like who, who got you involved? How did you hear about F3 and, and uh, who, who can claim EH responsibilities? I'm going to go with, now's your chance to throw a guy under the bus if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with two guys. Okay. Um, One is Sparks. And he is a he's a local guy lives a couple blocks away from me, and he was um, another guy. Breach had posted on a running board that we have. Hey, we're going to start this starting this boot camp. Okay, he had stepped out. Breach had stepped out of F three Birmingham, and he was going to plant this AO in Trussell, the city that that we live in, and. Um, so he reached out, he knew breach didn't know anybody. He knew one guy that lived in Trussell, but he couldn't get that guy to come, but mm-hmm. he just, I'm going to step out. I'm going to, I'm going to do this. So breach posted it on a running board and, and said, uh, you know, put it out there. Hey, starting this boot camp workout. Um, and you know, just asked this men's workout, ask for anybody to come. And, and uh, so sparks went. And he encouraged me after the fact to come. And I'm like, well, I don't know who this guy is. You know, <laughs> I don't know him. And, and I'm not really interested in I'm not running right now. I surely don't want to go do a boot camp workout. Right. So he, he kept on me for a little bit. And, um, and so I went. I went with Sparks to the workout and to the first workout in Met Breach while I was there. And this was just in pre-launch uh, status. So they hadn't even set a launch date, just trying to get it going. Mm-hmm. And there was like seven guys there. And, and we did a, I remember we did an Indian run and it was about a half mile to this other location that we were going to, um, which that about killed me in, in the first place. <laughs> uh, but then we got there and we were doing Adora. And, and I remember when they said, you know, we first, did bear crawl up the hill and then ran down the other side. And then we did a Dora and it was like a hundred, a hundred Merkins, 200, uh, air squats and 300. I can't remember what else, but 
I, I was like, you, you've got to be kidding me. Like, we're going to do this. <laughs> but the, the thing that was, that was cool that I remember from that is we got close to finish or a lot of the other guys got finished and we were still working at it. We weren't even halfway through with the, with the 300, I think it was 300 squats, but we weren't even halfway through with it. And, and Breach said to us, how many do you have left? And, you know, we said, we got over a hundred left. And he said, okay, everybody take X number of squats and we're going to help you along. And so they did. So we all finished it together with them helping us, you know, the six, I didn't know I was six, but I was helped us finish. And, you know, that was like, that stood out to me. And, and I, so I kept coming back and breach kept encouraging me along the way. And I was the six, I was the guy in the back mm-hmm. always. But the, the fact that you would, you know, that you would never leave a man behind, never leave him where he started, but never leave a man behind. That has stuck. That's been so powerful uh, for me just because nobody ever did. I, I was that guy. And, yeah. and there was always somebody there to encourage me along the way and say, hey, you can do it. You can get better. Yeah. No, that's incredible. And, and definitely, I think, um, just kind of goes to show the sense of camaraderie within F3, right? The fact that other guys are not only willing to stick with you, but also share that burden through Adora. Um, it, it's definitely fantastic. And, and it sounds like an awesome thing that you can, you know, share with other guys too. Um, just saying, Hey, this, this has been my experience because, you know, as you, as you're kind of pointing out the fact that, you know, you're, you have those childhood friends that don't, you know, as you get older, they don't, um, you, you lose contact and you stop going through kind of the, um, you stop going through the trench, trenches together. Right. And so these guys not only willing to go through the trenches with you, but then also being able to share that burden, um, is definitely something that absolutely I could, I could, I could see that sticking with someone, um, and definitely sticking with you in this case, um, seems like it made a big deal a big difference. Yeah, it, um, it definitely did. It definitely did. And, you know, I, I kept, I kept coming back. I mean, after I posted that first time, I was like, Hey, I, I, I gotta, I gotta go back. I gotta go back again. You know, this was awesome. This was awesome. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and it's been nonstop ever since. Gotcha. That's, that's incredible. And they definitely, I'm uh, glad to hear, you know, I, I love hearing guys stories for starters, but then to hear as well that, Hey, it was, it was amazing. And I just keep coming back because it gets better and better. Uh, definitely is a wonderful thing to hear. Now, I think it goes right. without saying that uh, you probably got the name Macho Man because your last name is Savage. Yes, that's right. Okay, <laughs> I did. I, I so because we were in a pre-launch, because uh, we were in pre-launch status, we weren't. There was nobody getting a F three nickname at our um, pre-launch AO, and mm-hmm. so you guys. So there was about half the guys that had one that had gone to another AO around town. And so I wanted one. I was like, this is cool, man. I, lo- I loved everything about it. I was like, this is cool. I want a nickname, not knowing, um, <laughs> you know, anybody else. So I go posted another AO that's, that's uh, about 15 minutes away mm-hmm. and at the heights I go post there and I show up and I don't know anybody. And there's, there's like 20 something guys there. I know nobody there. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go here. <laughs> I have no idea. This is like three days into it. Yeah. So this is the next Tuesday. I said, 
I'm going to go. I got to get out. I, I just started traveling around Birmingham to go see other AOs and see what it was about. But I did. I showed up there and I, you know, I had no idea. I never even thought of Macho Man. I'm thinking, okay. So, you know, I, the town that I live in, our mascot is the Huskies. I was like, okay, I, I shopped in the Husky section. Maybe I'll, you know, kind of throw that out there and we'll go with Husky. We'll right. be nickname, you know, come up with something else. Well, it, they weren't having any, you know, anything of it. And so we're sitting there and somebody said, you said your name was Savage, right? I said, yes. And he said, got to be macho, man. <laughs> that was it, it has to be macho, man. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. So now, so let's, let's now move into sort of the, uh, the high impact zone now. So, so let's talk about life since F3. So tell me about life since that first workout. Um, let's talk first off about your fitness, right? Where, where, how has your fitness been? How has your, how has F3 helped accelerate your fitness? I know we talked about this a little bit before the podcast, but uh, tell me, tell me again, how, how life is, uh, or how F3 has helped you accelerate in your fitness? So when I first went, you know, I uh, really just, I was like, I, I love the idea. First of all, you know, I always said that, that I always thought that it should be called F4 um, because the free aspect was just, <laughs> I thought, this is amazing. This is yeah. amazing. I can go to the workout and that it could be free. And so I, I thought I'll, I'm all about this and, and the diversity of the, the workout, you know, that, that brings you there. But, you know, I went all in on the workout and it was great. And, you know, when you do that, when you start looking at it, you're like, hey, this is great, but there's other areas that I can improve on. You know, I didn't change anything else except I started going to work out and, and I got I got stronger, but I'm still carrying a load. I mean, we had a CSUP that was probably two months in. And I said, hey, I, you know, I wasn't sure. I was like, I, I'm not in I'm not in the shape to go do this. I'm. I'm 250 pounds. I, I don't need to be, you know, running six miles and I couldn't stand it. So like the night before I'm like, there's no way I'm going to let all these guys go to the seesaw and I'm not going to post. I was like, I'm going. And so I did. And uh, I was the six I'm talking about. Uh, there was like 60 guys there and I was very back. But, at, you know, so after, after going for a while to the workouts, I just thought, man, I got to do something different too. You know, I got the king right, but the queen's not. So my daily intake is not where it, you know, where it needs to be. Right. And so I changed, I changed, you know, some of my eating habits. And um, since I've done that, and since I have had consistency, I mean, just from a fitness level, I feel, I feel better. I feel stronger than I, you know, ever have before. You know, I've lost over fifty pounds. Wow. My mile pace is way faster than it's ever been we we had a uh we had a two-year convergence recently and after the two-year convergence we there was a 5k and i ran it was like 165 guys at the two-year convergence and like 60 of them ran in the 5k afterwards and i couldn't <laughs> stand i'm like I, I gotta run the 5k i'm gonna run yeah. that too and you know ran that faster than i've ever run before after doing uh you know a workout i mean right. just you know the i can't say enough stuff about 
the, the fitness and, and the workouts and the diversity of it, how it's different every time and, you know, what it can, what it can do for you, the kind of shape that it puts you in. It's not one thing. It's not, you can run faster or you're stronger. You can do all those things. You're just in better shape, period. Because yeah. Of. yeah, absolutely. Well, that's great. And, and to hear that you've lost over 50 pounds too. I mean, that's, that's non-negligible, right? That's, that's a small child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I feel a lot, I feel a lot better. I mean, that, you know, that's the main thing is, yeah. is that I feel so much better than I was before. And not only from a fitness standpoint, but just all over, all yeah. over. That's awesome. So let's talk now about, uh, about your fellowship. So you mentioned before um, how you'd had those childhood friends and you kind of made the the proximity relationships, right, through uh, kids' activities, the kids' sports, et cetera. So how has F3 kind of helped you accelerate in your fellowship? When, when I first started, when I first started uh, F3, you know, one of the things was, and I was talking about earlier, it's just traveling around. Mm-hmm. Um, the different AOs, and one of the things one of the things that we've done in Birmingham, and I don't know if they they do them all over, but uh, we had a challenge, which was a ten and twenty challenge, where you would go out and visit, you would post ten times in twenty days, and you would go visit eight different AOs in the area, mm-hmm. where you could go see other men uh, and go go see other locations. Um, and, you know, I've met a lot of other high-impact men through doing that, uh, that, that, that posted to other locations. You know, it's, it's men with a common um, goal. You know, everybody, everybody's just trying to get better. Everybody has, everybody's got the same struggles, you know, but everybody's struggling in some way. But everybody's out there charging each day trying to get better. Yeah. Um, I mean, and there's a lot of a lot of the guys there at Slag Heap uh, that I probably wouldn't have known. I mean, you, they don't go to my church. They don't have kids the same age as I did, as uh, my kids. You know, so they're not in their class. Some of them not even at the same school. Um, different churches. They're not playing sports, and so I, I don't know that I would have crossed paths with these guys. But just able to meet different guys in the community um, that are other, you know, high impact men. And you think about it. I mean, I've thought about if these guys are willing to get up, I mean, you know, when I started was, was August. So then we went right into winter, yeah. not far after, not long after that. No, it's not winter like other people experience. It's, it's a Southern winter, but it does get cold and, you know, 20 or 30 degrees. We're not accustomed to, you know, the deep cold. But, uh, you know, if guys will show up, if they'll show up in the morning, you know, at 530 in the morning when it's rainy and, you know, in the teens outside, if they'll do that, those guys, those guys will do anything. Yeah. I mean, those are guys you can count on and you know it because you've seen it. When the, when the going gets tough, you know, when it's difficult, they're still pushing through. And that, you know, that's been amazing to me to see is, you know, I feel like I can count on these guys um, to do uh, anything. And, and those guys that I, that I, you know, was friends with, with baseball, the ones that are baseball dads, well, 
they're there working out with us too. <laughs> so I didn't know if they were high impact men before, but uh, <laughs> they are because they're there, you know, and other, other uh, dads from, you know, my kids class, those guys are there. And yeah. so you meet these guys and you see, you know, what they're willing to do when they go and get stuff. Um, but I've made some really, really good relationships, um, some good friends and a lot better friendships than I had before because of F3. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. And now, and now to, to kind of wrap it up too, um, let's talk about the, the third F piece, right? The, the faith. So how has you talked before, about how you'd grown up in church, right? You, you have the, the faith background. You've got the strong component of faith within your background. Uh, but you mentioned before how you're kind of kind of looking, like trying to understand, like, I need more. There's got to be more, uh, more, more than just this. Um, how has F3 impacted your sense of faith um, in the respect of kind of something greater than yourself um, or your impact within the community or, or, or even if it has impacted your personal beliefs? Yeah. So, you know, I believe that everything happens for a reason. And, you know, my belief is, is everything is part of God's plan. And, and I think that that's the reason that F3 came into my life. You know, that Sparks invited me and Breach was out there EH and people on the running board. And um, I believe all that happened for a reason. I mean, it came into my life at, at just the right time. Um, I feel like, you know, God is always on time. <clears throat> and, you know, when you do, when you start getting things right, you want to be better. You want to be better in everything that you do. Uh, you know, so you get your fitness right. You, you start hanging around with the right people or other people that have, you know, some of your same beliefs. They may do different things, but they're trying to get better also. And you're trying to set that better, better example, you know, for others, for your family. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you think about, so, so what can I do? You know, what can I do to have an impact and pay it forward? And, mm -hmm. you know, I feel like that I've been blessed in, in many ways. And, you know, F3 has a, or gave us within Birmingham, you know, there's opportunities where guys have, have stepped up and said, Hey guys, I have a, um, you know, an opportunity that I would like for us to serve at you know serve in some way make an impact in the community or, or to others and it, it's given me a way so we we have a couple of things here in birmingham that we do and and that is uh at the first light shelter we get to give back and we go and cook breakfast for women and children there that are trying to get back on their feet after they've had hard times and so we volunteer our time um, usually that's maybe a different AO that'll volunteer and go there. And sometimes it's, it's, uh, physically being there. Other times it's just financial support because we, we pay for, uh, the food that we cook uh, for the people that are staying there. Mm -hmm. So we would give, give back in that way. We, we also help in other ways, uh, the, those people that are trying to get back on their feet and just came up recently with an opportunity where, where we can give back to, we needed a school. Uh, elementary school here where a lot of our kids attend and you know what greater place to try to if we're going to give back in the community we start there and yeah. so we have an opportunity there where we've gone to them and said what can we do what can we do to to uh, help serve you know is there a serve day or what what can the men of f3 do so 
we're setting up a time right now where we're going to wash windows. That was the request that they had of us. Could you help us wash the windows on the outside of the school? Sure, we can do that. We can do whatever you need to help out. Um, those are some things. And, you know, that, that one, one thing that, that uh, has been really, you know, that helped me so much was that encouragement that was given to me along the way. Mm-hmm. And what I try to do is, is I try to give that back. You know, there's always somebody there that's posting for the first time or, you know, maybe hasn't been there in a while. You always have the six and <clears throat> I want to be there to help that guy along. Yeah. And tell him, Hey, I've been there. You know, um, you can do it to give him encouragement along the way to make sure that, you know, or, or try to get him to come back, try to get him to press harder along the way. Yeah. That's great. Uh, definitely. I mean, it sounds like with how much stuff you guys have going on there, um, in Birmingham and Trustville that, you know, you guys are, you guys are really taking that, that third F component seriously and kind of being the, um, that light within the community and, and really stepping up to, to serve in that respect. So that's definitely incredible. So, you know, I, I thank you very much again for, for sharing, you know, your story, kind of how you, you've gone through, you know, your previous fitness and fellowship and faith and how, how F3 has really helped you accelerate as a man, you know, not only on the, the fitness aspect, but the fellowship, the faith aspect too. I mean, all of these are new areas like what you and I were talking about before we got started. Is there, is there something that you'd like to share um, kind of as the closing thoughts for, for the PACs listening? Uh, is there something on your heart, a, a scripture, a quote, uh, any, anything inspirational you'd like to share? Yes. I, I got two things uh, just, just thinking about, you know, my journey. And, and where it's come and you know what I'm what I hope to do going forward um, but just just one you know these are these are things that have uh, that I've thought about and have helped me out along the way <clears throat> one thing you know when when men show up when new guys show up I try to make it a point to uh, introduce myself to them and and uh, find out who they are and who brought them and I think you know that's something that we can all do it's just you know, seek out guys that you see that that are new uh, FNGs. When I showed up to the Heights for the first time, one of the guys there who, who was the uh, AOQ of that of that site, Bird Dog, he was the first guy that said hey to me and introduced himself to me, and he was so excited that I was there that it, I was um, going to get a nickname that day. And it was just, it put me at such ease, you know, just him doing that and reaching out to me. And, you know, I think that's something we have no idea what's going on in people's lives. We have no idea what got them there or what struggles that they may go to, uh, they may have, you know, and come in there. And if you could just reach out to them, you know, welcome them, glad to see you, um, introduce yourself. I think that can go a long way in you know, what's their first impression of F3. Right. So that's, that's one thing. And another thing that's hit me, you know, as, as we encourage the six, right. We're always, you know, we always make sure that there's somebody, somebody's going to be with the six. You know, if you finish, you finish first and we we're moseying back and you finish first and there's a guy that that's at the back, you know, great that you finish first. Good. Now go get the six. Yeah. And come with them back. But, 
you know, I just think about that and, and how, you know, much of an encouraging environment F3 has been for me. It's one of the most encouraging environments I've ever been in. Yeah. I mean, you don't go to many places where everybody, everybody is, you know, encouraging you along the way. But think about if we did that in our lives, in all aspects of our lives. Mm-hmm. We did that with our families and with our coworkers. Somebody may not be performing up to their ability or um, maybe behind. What if we went and encouraged them and said, hey, you know, you can do this. You can uh, you can do it. Stick with it. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think, you know, to your point, um, what you brought up, that kind of deals with that, that third F component, right? Kind of being uh, the example and being able to take that from F3 and not just not just within F3, but then take it outside of F3 and within the community so that you really are um, kind of living on mission, right, and, and serving. That's right. Well, Macho Man, thank you very much again. Um, thank, thank, you, thank you for those two points as well. I mean, those are incredible. I think those are uh, th- those speak to very simple things, but the very impacting things. And definitely uh, hearing your story, it sounds like they've made a, a huge impact in your life. So if guys wanted to get in touch with you, um, what's the best method for them to do that? Yeah, you can get in touch with me on Twitter, and it is at F3Macho underscore man. Awesome. All right. Well, that wraps up episode 17. So, Macho Man, thanks very much again for being on the podcast. It's been great talking with you, and uh, I appreciate you putting up all the shenanigans so that we could finally uh, sit, sit down and get this done. Yeah, thank you, Short Circuit, and uh, thanks for having me on today. I really appreciate it and uh, look forward to everything that's going on in F3 and look forward to uh, future podcasts on American Yammer. Awesome. All right, guys, well, that wraps up episode 17. Uh, Thanks again for listening. Stay sharp, and we will see you in the gloom. Thanks for listening to this episode of American Yammer. If you're interested in sharing your F3 story, reach out to us at f3americanyammer at gmail.com. Again, that's f3americanyammer at gmail.com or on Twitter at f3americanyammer. Until next time, stay sharp and we'll see you in the gloom.